Well, good morning. Turn to somebody and say good morning. Say you're, tell them that. Say you're glad you're here today. We got um, I just a couple things real quick. The first thing is that we had some of you that we had given out of 25 books already. Um, absolutely free. I love to bless people. love to give them something. Amen. So we've got some of you that still wanted another one of those books. It's Destined to Reign by Joseph Prince. If you're one of them, um, just raise your hand and the ushers will put it in your hand. And we've got some more to give out. Listen, if we run out of those, and I believe that, you know, if you're here and you're visiting and you want one, just raise your hand. We'll be glad to give you one. If we run out, we'll order some more, all right? We'll order some more and give some more out next week. How about that? Can I get an amen on that? I love to give away some free stuff. We got one more. Anybody one more that wants that wants one? Back here, Dwayne, okay. Anybody else that want one that we can get, them, get to them? Anybody? Okay, another one there. Hey, Robert, why don't you go ahead and give it to that young lady right there, and we'll catch Dwayne next week if that's all right. That's good. So we got two here. Anybody over here? We'll just order 10 more, Christy. <laughs> I love it. You'll order 10 more. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. Hallelujah! God is good all the time. God is good. We serve a good God. How many of you know that our life is continually under construction? It's continually under construction. So, you know, as we begin to, 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 to build some things in our lives, I want to uh, share a scripture with you that comes to my mind. It's Romans 12.2. And Romans 12.2 says, Don't be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed. Say transformed. That transformation process is a process in which our life is under construction. The greatest example of a, of a transformation um, in, in the Greek, it actually means a weothesia, meaning there's a transformation that takes place within us. So, you know, when, when, a, when, when a cocoon is formed and, and, the, uh, and, and the larva is within the cocoon, how many of you know when it comes out, it comes out to be a butterfly? It doesn't, you don't, you don't, you don't stick wings on it, but there's a transformation process that takes place and that butterfly comes forth. So we can begin to look at some things in our lives and we're under construction. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm under some construction. I mean, you know, I'm thinking there's a jackhammer and all these other things that are going on, but there is, we are under construction within our lives. When I came to Christ, how many of you know he accepts you right as you are, how you are, with the issues that you do have? How many of you know that Jesus himself began to grow in statue and favor with man and God, right? So if Jesus continued to grow, hello, then don't you think we need to be able to continue to grow? Amen? Let me pray as we get started this morning. Father, as we continue to look into your word, we know that your word speaks to us. We know this is one of the ways that you speak to us. And we just ask you to speak to our hearts, speak to our minds today. Give us wisdom and revelation to have a deeper, closer relationship with you in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. So today I want to talk with you about a little bit about building for the future. Now I know some of you guys got to have a little rubber neck in order to get to that screen right there. So um, I'm sorry about the inconvenience that you have today, but how many of you know you'll get through it, right? We'll, we'll be able to get through it. I want to talk a little bit about building your future. Say that. 
building your future. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to come to a place that I believe that God's going to begin to, to really begin to move. So are you ready to hear from the Lord today? No, no, you didn't hear me. Are you ready to hear from the Lord today? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So Genesis 6, 14 and 15 really talks about, you know, Noah and he's building the ark. And here's what the scripture says. He says, make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with rooms and shall cover it inside and out with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth 50 cubits, and its height will be 30 cubits. Now, God told Noah to build the ark because of why? Because there was something coming in the future that God wanted Noah to be prepared for. Hello? I want you to hear this today. There is something coming in your life in the future that, guess what? God's wanting you to prepare for now. How many of you know when you begin to prepare now, when it comes, you'll be able to deal with it in a different way than if you don't prepare? Can I get an amen? So let me ask you, what are you building? What are you building within the, your, your life? What are you building within your life? Oh, wow. Praise the Lord. Richard just brought me back. And he said, we raised $780 today for the, the House of Hope. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. So that meets our goal. Hey, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now think about this, because what we're able to do with this is we're able to build for the future. We are building now to be able to put single women or single guys that may be coming from prison or from jail that we're going to be able to help house them and give them hope and a future. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's give the Lord some more praise for that. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Man, you guys are, you guys are incredible. You guys are awesome. I'm just like, man, God, you are... I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for getting emotional. Are you building your life properly? Are you building your family properly? Are you building things to be on the right foundation? So if you've got your Bibles, turn with me because we want to look at it. Because uh, Turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. See, God's trying to, to say, hey, look, there may be a storm in your life that's coming. I don't believe that God causes the storms, but I believe that uh, he will let you know there may be a storm coming, so you need to begin to prepare. So as you begin to look at this and you say that, okay, God, there may be a, a storm on the horizon, but he wants us to be prepared. Are you building today? And what are you building on today? How many of you know that God made you to be a builder? Did you realize that? Some of us may, well, you know, I'm a warrior for God. Yes, you may be. You know, I'm a lover for God. Yes, you may be. But he also made you to be a builder. Say, I'm a builder. Come on, everybody. I'm a builder. You know, if you were Bob, then I guess they'd call you Builder Bob, right? Bob the Builder. So he wants us to be prepared that you are a builder. God didn't create you to be a murmurer. He didn't create you to be a griper. He didn't create you to be a complainer. He created you to be a builder. 
God created me to build. And there's sometimes I know the last few years I felt like I've lost that vision to build. But how many of you know God's created me to be a builder and I'm going to get back in what God's created me. Can I get an amen? You are, you are come to a place where you really can't truly be happy unless you're following God's will for your life. And we're asking you to discover what God's will is. Living Word Fellowship is, is really about healing. It's about health. It's about growing, say growing. And it's also about discovering. Discovering what it is that God has for you. Because God has different things for Pastor Sean that he has for me. God has different things for Bryce that he has for me. God has different things for Christy that he has for me. And it's okay because in each, in each way we're doing that, we continue to build. Say, I'm a builder. God wants you to forget your past and step into your future. What's been holding you back could be 20 years ago. You might have had a, you might have had a professor in college that said, you know what, you're just never going to make it. You might have had a school teacher that just said, you know what, you're just not good. You're just not gifted. You're just not talented. I'm sorry, you're just not going to live up to this standard and we've got to put our past behind us. And we've got to move forward for the things of God. Because God has a future for you. And some of us may have stopped building. Some of us may have said, you know what? I'm just going to hit the easy boy, the lazy boy, whatever it might be. Jump in the recliner and just kind of kick back and take it easy. Jesus is my Lord and I'm just kind of going through the motions. But I'm here to tell you today. God wants you to catch that vision again, to continue to build again. Some of you may have started building and got halfway and then said, you know what, I'm done. Or for whatever reasons, you may have come to that place, whether it's finances in your life or vision in your life or those things that may be in your life. Do you know who Jesus was? Wasn't Jesus a son of a carpenter? Wasn't he a carpenter? Don't you think he was a builder? Don't you think he continued to, to build? And he's, he's showing us to, to continue to be a builder. God's showing us that we need to be building within ourselves. Now, I'm not talking about a works mentality that says you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this to be saved. I'm saying when you come to Christ, there are things that you need to continually say, you know what, I want to get this out of my life. And how can I continue to get this out of my life? We need to get some things out of our lives. And one of them is guilt and another one is condemnation. That stuff's got to go. Because of what Jesus has done on the cross for us, the enemy continue wants to want you to operate in guilt and condemnation. And how many of you know God wants us to build past that so that stuff doesn't hold us up and doesn't stop us from building? Can I get an amen? As long as... As you live in the past. Anybody got a past? <laughs> we all got a past. As long as you live in the past, you'll stay in the past. Now, your past may have been great. But how many of you know God still wants you to continue to build? Oh, that was good back then. It was good back then. It was good back then. But how many of you know it's going to be good up front? we got some things going on. It's going to be good up front. I use the analogy... Heather, that that's why your rear view mirror is smaller than your windshield. 
Because in your car, it's just designed for you to look in that rearview mirror and glance back. How many of you can drive from here to Oklahoma City looking through your rearview mirror only? Yeah. We, we were like, oh, no, I, I can't do that. I'd be driving backwards or I would crash. So your windshield is larger than your rearview mirror. See, God didn't make you just to be ordinary. And I've heard some people say, well, I'm just ordinary. I'm just ordinary. God made you to be extraordinary. He made you to be extraordinary. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about me now. Come on, tell him, say, he's talking about me now. Extraordinary. I'm different. Pastor, I'm different. Yes, because God made you different. He made you to be extraordinary. Tell somebody you're different. Come on, tell them. Now tell somebody, say, I'm a builder. I'm a builder. I'm a builder. He's talking about me now. But something happens is sometimes we get, we get in a rut, and we get into frustration, and we just go to work, we come home, we watch TV, we go to bed, and guess what we do tomorrow? We get back up, we go to work, we watch TV, we go to bed, we get back up, we go to work, we watch TV, we go to bed, and in the morning we go to watch and go. <laughs> we can get into this rut. And I'm not just talking about you guys. I'm talking about me too. We can get into that rut. And sometimes that's life. It is life. There are some times where you just got to go through those things of life. But we can be getting frustrated that is this all that exists? God wants you to put that past behind you. He wants you to begin to build something. Because you can come. We've all had that question. Is this all there is, God? God's saying, no, there's more to it. There's more to it than this. There's more to it. God wants us to put our past behind and build something. He wants you to build true relationships in your life. And that's what we're trying to do here. Build true relationships. Not just the true relationship with Christ, but true relationships with each other. Where you're important and you're valued and you're respected and you're honored. And those are words that you don't hear much in the world, do you? In fact, it's just the opposite that you hear in the world. What about your prayer life? Are we building our prayer life? What about our family life? Are we building some things? So let's take a look at the scriptures real quick. And if you turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. Did I tell you guys already to turn to Matthew 7? Turn to Matthew 7. Let's look at verses 24 and 25. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. This is Jesus talking. And acts on them, they may be compared to a wise man. Say wise man. This wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and slammed against that house, and yet <laughs> it did not fall. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise for the wise man. Amen? And, and that's you. That's you. It goes on. It didn't fall for it had been founded on the rock. In other words, are you building on the right foundation? Are you building things in your life on the right foundation? And are you building now because he says 
this wise man built his house because of what was coming in the future when the winds and the rains came, when the thunder came, when the fire came, when the tornado came, when the hurricane came, when all these things began to come into your life, you're on that solid foundation. Are you building your life properly that you can withstand any storm that comes your way. That's really what we're after. That's really what God is saying. There's going to be storms in your life. If I sat here and told you that when you become a Christian, a believer, a follower of Christ, you're not having any more storms, I'm sorry, that's not biblical. You're going to have storms, but how many of you know when you build it on the right foundation, that when that storm comes, it's kind of like the three little pigs. Everybody knows the story of the three little pigs? Yeah, when they blew and blew and blew that, and the house didn't come down, right? It was actually built on the right foundation. Can I get an amen? Let's look at verses 26 and 27. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and slammed against that house, and it fell and it was a great fall. There's building principles in our life. What's going to happen in the future, Pastor? I know there'll be storms. Will I be able to survive the storm, Pastor? I believe you will. Because you're building on the right foundation. Because you're beginning to say, I want to use the principles of the word of God in my life and that's the foundation that I'm building on I don't want formulas and doctrine of men I want the formula of the Bible I want to know what God is telling us tell your neighbor say neighbor if you're building on Christ's foundation you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. We're going to do the right thing. There's only one foundation, one foundation that'll stand when the hurricanes of life come. There's only one foundation that'll stand when the winds come. There's only one foundation that'll stand when things in your life just don't go the way you've planned them. And the truth is we've laid our plans sometimes and all of a sudden something's happened and we've said God why like I said God's not causing that but he's saying build on that right foundation if you're building on the right foundation you go to the doctor and you get a bad report Jesus will get you through it if you're building on the right foundation and your employer says I'm sorry we no longer need you any longer and you're building on the right foundation. How many of you know Jesus will get you through it? If, you're, if your wife or your husband walks out on you and you're building on the right foundation, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is going to help you get through it. The Spirit of the living God is going to help you get through it. Can I get an amen? Your child may end up in prison. I want to take a moment and just thank Pastor Tom. We've... We were able to go to the prison last night, Friday night and last night, and minister. 
And Pastor Tom's doing an amazing thing out there. They love him, and they're, they're blessed to have him. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. And you may not even realize that that takes place. I saw those guys as they were incarcerated. And I realized that there's some people that are not incarcerated but, that, but live in the world, the free world, but still are in prison. Are you with me? Because of the bondage, because of the chains, because of the things in their lives that have taken place. Whether or not you know it, a storm is, I'm going to hit your house. It's, it's a matter of time, but you're going to be prepared. You're going to be ready. You're going to know what to do. And you know, hey, when it comes, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand anchored in there. I'm going to believe on God. I'm going to believe as his principles. I'm going to continue to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all yourself. And you're going to be able to love your neighbor as yourself. You're going to continue in the principles of the word of God when the storm comes. Can I get an amen? When the storms are there, when the storms come, and that's why we need to build our life now. I want to share with you, last night we, or the night before, we have, we talked about one word. And these are the guys that joined us. We've got 88 people were there on that Friday night. And they joined you guys for one word. And Pastor Tom was surprised. We were talking about it and he said, I think. A lot of them will have the same word, and that's, that's freedom. I'm going to take a minute and just share with you because the storm has hit their lives. But this I know, they're going to be released sometime. And they've got to continue to build on the right foundation so when they do get out, they've got to deal with those things. Listen to some of the one words. Some of them are, are multiple words. Love, faith, some of these. Here's, here's some of the words that we got. Determination. It might be a word that you have, if that's your word. Overcomer. Compound word. It's one word. Peace. That's mine. <laughs> some others in here, too. Love. talking about guys that are incarcerated that are dealing with the same stuff that you're dealing faith patience hope sound familiar joy I wrote one word, calmness. There was a few of them that had that also. Another one was release. What did they believe in God for? Justice. That's Pastor Virginia's word. They put down righteous judgment and mercy. Friendship. 88 guys together in a room for chapel. Some of them are saying, I'm lonely. 
I don't have a friend. And it might be you too. God's been doing something with me all weekend. Motivation. About the word help. I didn't write these. We're going to put these up on our one word wall. They may look strange. You see them, but you'll know that it's from William S. Key and the guys out there. One of them's knowledge. How about wisdom? One of them said wisdom. I was just amazed. We started looking through these cards, and we were just amazed. Tom went through them. They passed them in, and he was just amazed at, at some of the things that were there. How about endurance? Anybody? That, that might be a word for somebody if you haven't got your word yet. Obedience. Worthy. Jesus makes you worthy. Strength. These are all different words so far. Deliverance. Need to be set free. Prosperity. You know, those of you that may have the word peace, that word also is prosperity. That word peace also means prosperity. And it's not just financially that we're talking about. It's your soul prospers. And the scripture says that you would be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. You can be incarcerated and still have your soul prosper. I love this one. Grace. It's a good one. That's Terry's word. Terry's word is grace. Is grace. We heard a lot about that on our ski, ski trip. Repent. Can I, can I keep going? Can I keep going? Y'all, y'all done? You don't? You done? You want to hear some more? Yeah. How about fear not? Using it as a compound word. Fear not. The Lord is with you. Holiness. Do you know mm, this person may be trying to do holiness through the law, but you've got to do holiness through God's grace. Because I can't keep enough rules and regulations to be holy because I'm human. But what Jesus has done for me on the cross, he makes me holy. Even if I messed up last night, even if I had a bad thought today, how many of you know it's Christ that makes us holy? Can I get an amen? This one says unite, chosen, Commitment, happiness, faithful. We hit just about everybody's. This one put amazed. I was like, wow. Trust. Brave. You have to be brave even in the middle of difficult situations and circumstances. You have to be brave even though you're fearful. Scared. <laughs> when you're scared, you still got to be brave. Focus. That was somebody's word. It was somebody's word. Focus. Guidance. Fearless. Woo! There's your one, Tom. Freedom. That was it. Tom said, I think a lot of them are going to deal with freedom because they want to get out of where they're at. Last night, we got to deal with something broken, a brokenness. 
and somebody else next to them didn't have a card and they put strength. Forgiveness. Serve. How about this one? I love this. Awesome. <laughs> That's somebody's word. It's awesome. And we've encouraged them to do the same thing we encourage you guys to do. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up in the Bible. See the scriptures. The last one's bitterness. I believe that whoever has this are getting bitterness out of their life. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Come on. So we've got, out of the 88 guys, we got in 78 of these. These are just part of them. The other ones are duplicates. We've got in 78. So you've now got another 78 people that are joining with you to say this one word to change my life. Because what they're doing is they're beginning to build for the future. And in there, sometimes the future is bleak. Do you know what I'm saying? In there, it's hard to see the forest for the trees. But as they begin to look at this one word, then their life is going to be built. So I believe we need to begin to prepare. Say prepare. We need to begin to prepare. Why? Because you have to prepare now. Don't wait. Well, I'll prepare next week, next month, maybe three years from now, maybe when my life gets right in this area, or maybe when this happens, or maybe when I've got this thing lined up or that thing lined up. We need to prepare. Everybody say now. We need to be full of God's word now. Everybody, now. We need to get in church now. Why? Because we're building something. You guys came today, and there's something that you're building. When you begin to come and submit yourself to the Lord in worship and praise and honor and commitment to the Lord, something begins to happen. Don't wait till things have to line up. Do it now. Everybody say now. You got to put your past behind you. Everybody. Let me say it again. You got to put your past behind you. God's dealing with things now. You got to forgive. You got to bless. You got to love. Was oh, anybody getting something this morning? You got to move forward. <laughs> let me say that again because you're like, no, no, I'm in neutral. I like my neutral. Just leave me alone, Pastor. Just let me stay in neutral. I like it. I can rev the engine. Vroom, vroom, vroom. But I'm going nowhere. I'm going nowhere. You got to move forward now. Let me give you three things real quick that, that when you start building, here's what you're going to begin to see happen. Three things, Mike, real quick. When you begin to, number one, things are going to begin to change. And here's what's going to happen. When you start building, you're going to say, you know what? Things are beginning to change in my life. And you start feeling better about yourself. We had a, a gathering last night, and we dealt with forgiveness issues, Kelly. Father wounds. 
And they started feeling better about themselves. These grown men, strong, powerful, young and old, wept. You start feeling better about yourself. That's number one. Number two, when you begin to start building some things, your people are going to begin to start respecting you. You don't have to demand respect. Guess what? They're going to see some things going on in your life, and they're going, ooh, they're working on something. He used to get mad when I would bring this up at break, at work, and now he no longer gets mad. wonder why. He's building something. Can I get an amen? And the third thing is when not only that people will begin to respect you, but people, they're going to treat you differently. Now listen, when you start building, people treating you differently may not just be the good thing. Because when you start building something, they're going to say, where are you going, Terry Warren? What do you think you're doing? You trying to break out of where you're at? Yes. You want to leave me behind? I may have to. Because I'm building something. Because something's coming, and I'm going to be ready when it comes. Can I get an amen? See, when you build, opportunities begin to start to come. Your finances are loosed when you begin to start building. Your self-esteem starts increasing. You feel better about yourself. People begin to respect you a little bit more. You can begin to, they'll start treating you differently, good or bad. So you might be going, well, they didn't treat me too good. Well, why? Because you're still building something. So let me give you some scriptures real quick. Let me look at a, a situation. In 2 Kings, before we, before we leave today, there were four men. They were lepers sitting at the entrance of the city gates. Why we should sit here waiting to die, they asked each other. We will starve if we stay here. But with the famine in the city, we will die if we go back. So we might as well go out and surrender to the Armenian army. And if we live, so much better. But if they kill us, we would have died anyway. Here's the lepers. Lepers were not allowed into the city. So they were at the gate. And the Armenians were camped over the mountain. And they were like, you know what? If we stay here, we're going to die. If we go in there to the Armenians, guess what's going to happen? That we're going to be captured. They're going to kill us. We're going to die. And they said, well, why don't we just do this? Why don't we get up from here and why don't we go there? We're talking about the lepers. They were as low as it can get in society. They were down and out. They were cast out, and some of us may have felt that way that we were cast out. Some of us may have felt that way that we were the lowest in society, and, and you weren't, but you have felt that way. Some of them may have thought, you know what, I'm the worst of the worst or the least of the least. God bless you. I, I'm telling you, we have felt that way at times. They were on the trash heap of society. Walk away. There's a leper over there. Don't go near them. I can't imagine what they felt like. Wanting somebody to love them. They were cast away. They were rejected. Nobody wanted them. Your future will not change. Until you get up from where you're at and go. Susan, 
You get up from where you're at and you begin to go. You begin to climb. You begin to walk out of where you're at. You begin to step into what God has for you. You begin to take your word and it permeates your being. And all of a sudden, my, my word's peace and I'll, I'll just use that. And all of a sudden, I'm beginning to try to have peace. I've been challenged already to be able to have that peace and maintain that peace in my life. I've got to be able to have that. Now, all of a sudden, you're beginning to work it because you're building. You're building something. What are you building for the future? Here's what I believe. I believe that God is talking to someone right now about building for the future. I believe God is talking to someone in here right now or watching us online about making changes to build for the future. I believe God is talking to you right now about making changes to build in your family. I believe God is talking to you right now about making changes to build friendships. I believe God is talking to you right now of making changes in your attitude. I believe God is talking to you right now of making changes in your belief system. Maybe you believe that God is mad at you and wanting to throw a lightning bolt on you. When you change your belief system to say, wait a minute, God loves me. And he loves me unconditionally because of what Jesus Christ has done. I can get up from where I'm at, and I can begin to move in. What you may not know about the four lepers, when they got to the city, God had already moved, and the Armenians had fled. They walked into the city, and I'm telling you, there was plunder. There was all sorts of stuff. They were able to be accepted. Not only that, they went back to the city that they were from, and said, oh, by the way, there's nobody in this the camp. The Armenians have already left. And like, what? Come on, we'll show you. Do you think they had acceptance after that, no matter what was going on with the leprosy in their body? They were able to come in, and, and Israel was able to survive. I'm just going to ask you to stand today as we close. God's talking to somebody about maybe getting up from where they are now and get into what God has for them. Stay with your one word. Start building, even if you have to take that one word and start building on it. You may be called to build a business. You may be called to build a ministry. You may be called to to build your marriage. You may be called to help build your children, guide them, lead them, be an example for them. You may be called to be prepared now for what's coming in the future. It's time to start building for your future. Just put your hand on your heart this morning. I'm calling out the builder that's in you. Jesus died for us so that we could have life and to have it more abundantly. And all I know is an abundant life is going to hap happen with Christ, but you building for something. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, not to harm you, 
Oh, no. Not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. Some of you may have gotten knocked off your horse. Some of you have, may have gotten knocked out of your seat. Some of you may have fallen down. Some of you may have even quit or just said, I give up. Well, this is too hard. There's no way I can do this. But you're a builder. And we're calling that building out. That builder, that builder inside you to come out and start. Some of you may have stalled. I say put it in first gear and move forward. Some of you may not even have the engine started, but you're sitting in the seat and God's saying, turn on the ignition and move down the road. And one of the words, the prophetic word for this year, I remember Tatum sharing was that we were on that like side of the road and we couldn't see because of, because of whether it was the fog or it could be the things in our life that it was time to get back on the road, that things were going to begin to lift. Continue to build. I just declare that right now over your life in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Listen today. It's the 25th on Wednesday night. We're doing, we're doing a DVD series that we're finishing up this last Wednesday on hosting His presence. But on the 25th, we're going to start a new DVD series that Pastor Linda's going to help facilitate that it can help you start to build. And not next week, but the, the following Wednesday, I think it's the 18th, we're going to start a 40-day fast. And here's what the fast is going to be. You're going to fast negativity, and you're going to feast on positivity. <laughs> you want to do some building with us? Yeah, we're going to fast that negativity in our life, but then we're going to feast at the same time on positivity. So we're going to do that for 40 days, and that 40 days is going to bring us to Resurrection Sunday. Where the negativity was there that, oh, Jesus died, Jesus died, Jesus died. But the positivity came also there that said he rose again. Hey, he's risen, he's risen, he's risen, he's risen. Don't you understand? He's risen. So you're going to have opportunities to grow this year. You're going to have opportunities to work on your word. You're going to have opportunities to gather information. But we also want you to have revelation. Amen? So if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we've got the opportunity. We've got some prayer teams that are going to be right over here. We'd love for you to come. If you're here today and you maybe want to rededicate your life, maybe you've made a profession of faith years ago and said, look, I want to rededicate my life today. If you're here today and you just want somebody to come in agreement with you or you need somebody to pray for you, we're always going to offer the opportunity for prayer. If you're here today and you say, you know what, I want to know a little bit more about the church. I want to know a little bit more about this congregation, what the gathering, what we do, what we don't do, and kind of who we are and what is our DNA. If you're here today and that's what you want, we're just going to close and we're going to ask you just to go for some prayer today. We're in no hurry today. Lift your hand to the Lord this morning, if you will. Say, I'm a builder. I may have been stalled, but I'm starting to build. I receive vision, strength, courage, patience to build. Jesus is a builder, and I'm a builder too. 
And I thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Give him some praise in the house. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. We bless you. Go forth in the power and his might. God bless.